Okay, so we're back with another episode. Today we're going to review Thor Love and Thunder. Now, to be honest, um, when I wanted to go see this movie, I watched this movie like, uh, it was the day, I wanted to go see this on a Sunday because Friday I was working and Saturday I was definitely busy with uh, Bo Matsuri, which you should can check out uh, my my show, my little slideshow, which you uh my adventures at um, Bomatri. You can look it up at, on my social media, which is like YouTube and my Instagram, J uh, J the Artist J underscore J Y underscore the Artist nineteen to check out the slideshow, or even check out my social media to check out all the the cool photos I did. I even won an award, bro. But back on topic, we're about to get back on um, Thor: Love and Thunder. I went to go see this movie around eight thirty uh, because I was at the con. And then as soon as I got off the con, I went straight to the movies. And I was dressed up as Hellboy, which I was scorching hot. And, and it was scorching hot because I had a trench coat and shit. And, but uh, I had to wait a couple of hours for my movie because I had to, I got there so early. I didn't think I would get there early. If I would have known the bus would have got me there early, what I would have done was I would have probably caught the next... I would have probably waited. I should. What I would have done was I would have waited for that little costume contest, take that little group picture and shit, and then go. Oh, but you know, wasn't thinking much. I was so focused on the movie. Which, let's go ahead and get into the movie. The movie is basically about Thor finding his meaning, finding his, finding his true purpose in life. So we basically start off. This is a spoiler because let's be honest, this movie's been out. I want to go see this on a Sunday without getting spoiled, so I might as well spoil it for anyone else. So, yeah, this is a spoiler review. If you haven't watched the movie, do not watch this yet. Do not listen to this podcast yet if you haven't watched it. But without further ado, let's get into it. So, we are, so we start the movie with Gore. The, Gore is the go- Gore, and he, his daughter. He he worshipped gods, and he prayed that the gods would help him. And uh, his daughter died due to uh, dehydration, starvation, and being in that sun. And then when he went to go, when he somehow miraculously fell upon a, a god's little paradise or something, he started eating their food, and the god got pissed at him, and he picked up the necrosword. The necrosword caught up to him, and he just slit the god's neck, vowing that all gods would die. So, which brings us to Thor and the Guardians, which, by the way, him and the Guardians, I right off the bat, they was already making me laugh. It was kind of dead at first. Some of the, some of the humor with the movie kind of didn't get to me. It's mostly because nine times out of ten I was tired after going to the convention. So if I've probably seen this, on, if I would have seen this a day where I wasn't going anywhere and I went straight to the movies, yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure, let's go ahead and watch the movie. But I watched this after I got off a, a convention. But it still didn't change the fact I did have fun. The, there was no crowd. I wouldn't say it was a crowd. It was like probably like a couple. And a family, and that's about. And then there's me dressed up as Hellboy, and shit. But I still have a little. I had a lot of fun. The humor worked. Sometimes the humor worked a little. Sometimes the humor works. And sometimes it doesn't work. But that's Taika Waititi. So if you if you're not you know if you're one of those people like man Marvel is super goofy. I don't know where y'all ass has been. Marvel has been very goofy. And sometimes you you wonder could they stop with the goofiness? Well, to be honest. That's never gonna happen. Um, there are sometimes where the where movies have gotten dark, but it just gotten so dark that you're so pale. But when you bring comedy into it, like Thor: Love and Thunder, and bring the serious into the mix, then it works. And 
Also with this, uh, basically Thor comes back to Earth to come back to Earth, and then he sees his his ex girlfriend, which is Jane Foster, and Jane Foster has cancer, just like in the comics, she got cancer, and then she was also working of the Mjolnir. Uh, turns out. Uh, Mjol turns out Mjolnir and Stormbreaker have uh, their own personalities. It's like it's like the 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 hammers and the axe has is like the cloak of levitation. Like it has its own personality. And that's what made it more funny. Is like, did Taika Waititi was watching Doc Strange's movie? He was like, yeah, let's let's do that. But that was smart. Like the fact he he got the the he got them axes. Uh, Mjolnir and Stormbreaker their own personality. Like it was a living thing. Was awesome. That that's what made it all cool. And uh Korg was still funny. He's still funny. I we all and of course I love Valkyrie. Uh she was a straight up badass, but when, when Jane Foster became Mighty Thor, she was even it's like holy shit, they had to get they found ways for Natalie Portman to get buff somehow. And it worked. It definitely worked. Um Gore, the villain, was very sympathetic. Another sympathetic villain that you feel at first when you watch him, you're thinking he's just gonna be like this serious character that's just super. He is crazy, but the way that Christian Bell portrays him is like he portrayed him like he was a. I don't I don't want to make a pun saying this gives me a Patrick Bateman vibe. I don't want to say that, but he did give me a Joker vibes a little bit at some of the movies, and throughout in the middle of the movie, he did give me some Joker vibes a little bit. The way he was talking to the kids, to Asgardian kids, he did give me some some Joker vibes. But I would say the um, I do like the villain, sympathetic. And then at the end, where he wished for his daughter to come back, he um, basically um, it turns out that it didn't. It wasn't a hack where Jane Foster. The more Jane Foster, it basically like it's not in the comics where Jane Foster used the hammer. He was Mjolnir, and it killed her for her, her cancer. Turns out, the more she keep using it, the, the more the faster the the because she was on stage four cancer, and it turns out that the more she kept using the hammer, the faster it would killed her. It would have killed her. So she basically died. But she went to Valhalla, and I love how in the end credits scene it shows that Valhalla is its own world, and that. Means because we also saw Egypt Elba as Heimdall again, so that means we might get more of that, and that makes me a little bit more excited to see where they go with the story. And then they also show Hercules because uh, I I, didn't, I ain't gonna lie, but I kind of flinched a little bit. I, I must have blinked or something because I thought because they always keep telling me that Thor killed Zeus, and I was like, I didn't see him do that. I, I must have been me. I may I might have dozed off or something, but I must have. I must have missed the part where he did that. He did stab him in any credit and it showed that he did get stabbed. But it also showed Hercules, and that means we're gonna we're gonna get Thor five. And it also gets me excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three to see where they where they go from there now. Cause it it's it's kinda to be honest, I kinda had low expectations for this film because after watching Doctor Strange Eternals Anything after watching Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, I was kind of getting sick and tired of the multiverse stuff. And for those who get mad at this movie because they had nothing to do with the multiverse, please shut up because I'm kind of getting tired of the multiverse right now. And 
By the way, the multiverse is the mess that it is. And some people say the multiverse should never been open. It's not that I didn't want the multiverse to be open. I feel like if you knew how to do it right or explain it right, uh, then it would be multiverse of madness. Would been, I would give that a masterpiece rating. I gave it a full price, below full price, um, because it had flaws. And I I don't know what else to say about that, but I really did have low expectations for the Thor film. And I still had plenty of fun. It was a roller. Co- it was a very fun, emotional, very fun uh, roller coaster. And it's crazy to see at the end that Thor has become a father. Which fun fact: the little girl at the end is the little girl is Thor's um, daughter. I mean, like Chris Hemsworth's daughter. But that's even fun because this shows a new phase in Thor's life as he's now a father now. And that's just that's crazy how where they're gonna go and I can't I'm very excited where they're gonna go. But there was some little problems in the film. It's hard to remember because I barely remember the movie already. I would think I was half asleep. But I did have there was some stuff that like I said that didn't work. There was some humor that didn't work for me. It was some I was like roll my eyes. Well not roll my eyes, just like I didn't get it or this doesn't make any sense or something like that. Um it kind of, it kind of, you know, went over my head. I guess. I guess it's one of these movies. It's this one of those Marvel movies where I'm like, I'm not saying it's a bad. It's not bad. No, I would still say this is very good. And I don't know what IGN was talking about. But this is way more better than Spider-Man: No Home. They can kiss my ass with that dumbass rating ranking. This is below uh, Spider-Man: No Home. It wasn't that good to the point where I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. No, um, I still have fun with this. I would give it. I would give it three and a half stars because I was uh, three and a half stars. I give it a matinee because I did have fun with it. It just wasn't that. Oh my god! Like I'm super can't wait. Like I was very excited to see the movie because the humor, how funny Thor is, and how he, how he is now because you know he lost weight. And he's more you know jacked as we saw in the movie. They just basically show how he was him being nude and shit, but it was still fun and. Goddamn, everyone was getting the love except Valkyrie. Goddamn, Corey was getting got his own boyfriend, and everybody got got their own. I was like, goddamn, somebody give Valkyrie a girlfriend or something, because she she really needs some love, man. <laughs> but uh, that's all I can say about that movie. Uh, that's it for today. Um, be sure to follow me on so, my other social media's uh, platform, which will be Twitch, uh, YouTube, Instagram, which all of them will say J J A Y underscore the artist nineteen J the artist nineteen. Again, that'll be J A Y underscore the artist nineteen. And you can follow me on there. And also don't forget to uh add me as your favorite on Geekverse. I mean on Anchor, so you can hear more or even listen or you can listen to me on any other uh, uh podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just be sure to uh follow give me a follow and um I'll tell you guys later. Peace out.